that would be pretty cool because obviously there needs to be like some sort of limit like we can't just live in vr like see the sun people okay like i know gamers suffer from this already because a new game comes out you neglect everyone as you do because some games just demand your attention god of war spider-man horizon zero dawn it's fine it's fine but you still have to, you know, go out there into the real world. Absolutely. Every now and then. Because that's how you find the new games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about social life balances then. Yeah, that too. Yeah, have some of that as well. I guess you have, to, you talk to, you know, you have to talk to the cashier when you're actually, like, handing that game over. True, so. true, exactly. Or when you're returning God of War Ascensions. I mean, I didn't even want my money back. I just chucked it in the bin. Did I chuck it in a bit? I just chucked it in a bit. <laughs> and no, I knew you did as well. Yeah, it was a gift as well. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, oh, this boy. game sucks. I do appreciate the gift though. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, I've still yet to play it because my PlayStation 3 broke when I got it. And I don't think that's coincidence. Ascension broke your game. Yep. My PS3 committed suicide because it didn't <laughs> want to take Get Ascension. Get a flash of death. <laughs> No, Ascension sucks though. It's like 5 out of 10. Welcome to the streamcast. I'm Kratos. And I'm Balder. There have been a, a lot of good games out this year. Yeah, they have, they have, yeah. yeah. FIFA 19, not one of them. What makes you say that? So garbage. The ball is heavy. Penalties are trash. Penalties have always been trash. No, but they've been really trash this game and the last game. Oh, wow, like, fair enough. The only good thing about penalties is Pogba takes like 100 steps to like shoot one. That's so jarring. <laughs> <laughs> But what has been your favourite game this year? I think we need to change this uh, question slightly. What has been my favourite game apart from God of War this year? So to answer that question, it's still going to be God of War. Correct. Yes. Yeah, my favourite game this year has been God of War as well. Mm -hmm. It's your game of the year. Yeah. It's my game of the year. Mm -hmm. And it's everyone's game of the year. God of War won game of the year at the Game Awards 2018. Well deserved. Very well the deserved. The King Corey Barlog didn't even make a speech. He's not allowed to die. He's not. He's, he's on signed, that list now. He signed a contract. Mm-hmm. Like he can't die now. It's like Morgan Freeman. He's just gonna suck the lives of other young people. Not allowed to go. And you know, I think he deserves it. Okay. I can't wait for God of War Ragnarok. Do they call it that? They have to. I will pre-order it three times. No, but there's more than one more game coming out. So maybe they'll say Ragnarok for the last game. Yeah, that, shit that goes makes down. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Maybe the next game will be God of War, Return of Magni. I did not get enough. I want more. He and is the, sick. The Modi runs along the corner like a scrub. Magni's no entrance. fully dead, though. Magni's fully dead. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely dead. Let's, 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 let's be honest, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. God of War actually won Best Action Game and Best... Di- Game Direction? Yes. Nice. As well as Game of the Year. Dragon Ball Fighters won Best Fighting Game. I was mm. really happy about that. Mm, Monster sense. Hunter World won Best RPG. I'm very happy to hear that. Celeste won Best Independent Game. Oh, cool. Nice. And Red Dead 2 
actually came away with four awards mm-hmm. best score mm-hmm. best audio design mm-hmm. best narrative and Roger Clark won best performance for Arthur Morgan oh lovely so uh, Red Dead 2 did win a lot of things it did well yeah it was not the GOAT but it did well God of War is game of the year 100% but the acceptance speech was really cool do you want to tell them a bit more no it was for a different award so like it was a content creator of the year so they had, oh, okay. they had Boy and Christopher Judge. Oh, yeah, they gave someone else an award. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, someone else get an award that isn't God of War. Just, it just sounded like a foreign concept to me. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. Content creator of the year. Kuribalog. <laughs> yeah, I love the content. <laughs> yeah. So there is this bit where the boy says, and the winner is... Do we even know his name anymore? It's boy. Yeah, it is. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and then he has the envelope and he's just looking at it. And then it's awkward and it's silent for like 20 seconds. And Christopher Judge goes, Read it, boy. And then the whole room explodes because it's so great. It's taken out of the game because there are moments in the game where Atreus is staring at something that you need to interact with to progress. And until you press the sun button, nothing happens. So, the boy was literally waiting there for the command. Boy! And I thought that was amazing. It's really well done. And then, for me, what I really enjoyed most was, like, I knew who... I knew it was, like, Christopher Judge and another kid, and basically the way that they got Christopher Judge in was they knew who um, Atreus would be, and basically whoever... Whichever male actor, voice actor, bonded with the boy the most got the job. So I knew all of that, and I knew, like, they actually did scenes together, like, they would do, like, active scenes together with the, um, the mocap. Yeah, um, I thought it was really cool. But I never really, like, paid too much attention to the voice actor of Atreus. And when he started speaking, I was like, that's boy. He's not even putting it on, that's just his voice. That's so cool. That's his face, that's his voice. Hmm. He's not allowed to age, he's now Peter Pan. He needs to stay. I was going to say, what happens when he hits puberty? Yeah, you know what, they need to get out of the next God of War games quickly Teen Atreus oh yes I like this I'll just have to grow with him won't it yeah the way like Harry Potter grew around the kids yeah 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 I'm looking forward to see how that works because I think the whole dynamic between Kratos and Atreus only works because they're they're the ages they are if Atreus actually became like a teenager and had this gross worth and whatnot you'd basically have two men on screen. Yeah. And I don't know if that'd have the same, like, charm and appeal. So I think, like, if Kratos is to grow up, Kratos, if Atreus is to grow up, Kratos is going to be phased out a little bit. We'll find, like, a little Nordic home somewhere. <laughs> um, you know, get him some nice, you know, Nordic treats, oh get him some God. axes to put on his wall. Imagine that, Kratos. put Kratos in the home? <laughs> no. How dare. <laughs> we all know Kratos would do it to Zeus. Zeus deserves it. Let's be real. Yeah, he's a pretty crappy yeah. dad. I'm pretty sure he had sex with a swan. He had sex with everything. He did. It. The list would be shorter if you said to yourself, what did Zeus not have sex with? <laughs> One of the games that didn't win Game of the Year was Spider-Man. Did Spider-Man win any awards? Not that I can remember. That is a shame. Great game. It was a really good game. Mm. But definitely not Game of the Year for me. No. I mean... This might be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but Spider-Man was a really good game that appealed to a lot of people, that did everything right, but it was a tiny bit vanilla. 
Ooh. tiny bit. I mean, like Red Dead, you're this outlaw. Like you have to look after yourself. You have to like fight the wilderness around you. You have to actually like not die. Everything is trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. It's it's like being in your twenties now. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything's trying to kill us right now. Tax. Yep. Landlords. Yep. Employers. Yep. Partners. Yep. <laughs> Stealing our foods. Taking. Order what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my plate alone, man. <laughs> Sick and tired of it. We're gonna take a brief intermission <laughs> while Isaac recovers. And we're back. I'm good. I'm good. So Spider-Man has DLC split into three parts. Mm. The City That Never Sleeps. Part one was The Heist. Mm-hmm. Part two was Turf Wars. And part three, Silver Lining, mm. has been confirmed to be out for the 21st of December. Oh, cool. Just before Christmas. Nice. With three new suits and it centers around Sable. Mm, lovely. So she comes back. Sweet. Do you think she'll be on Spider-Man's side this time? I or think so. Antagonist. Okay. I think she'll be on his side this time because yeah. her tech basically goes AWOL. Like the Sable guys are taking yeah. her stuff and using it for their own gain. Oh, fair enough. So I think she's gonna team up with Spidey, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to take them down together. Oh, nice. I think I think that'd be really good actually. I like it when Spider-Man's with like another like strong female co-lead because mm. like even in the main game you see some like scenes of them and like. She goes toe-to-toe with Spidey and she holds her own. I think she actually, like, wins a couple of them. Obviously, he doesn't kill him because, you know, he's mm. he's not their direct enemy. He's yeah. just kind of fudging he's up their plans a yeah, little yeah. bit. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree with that. Sable definitely got the upper hand a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And it's that flipping, like... It's the... Oh, what's it called? Yeah, the, the, the thing orange that, thing. Yeah, 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 that stops you in mid-air. Mm. Oh, it's so jarring. Those are annoying. Yeah. You can't be Spider-Man when you've got those dickheads like <laughs> shooting those around you. You gotta be careful. Mm. Yeah. Can't be reckless. But that's that's the most fun way to play. I know. Like being in my mid twenties, that's what I wanna do, be reckless. Yeah, exactly. But this is how kids happen, alright? So you gotta make sure you stay safe, my friend. Do you find out about Black Cat by the way? Well, spoiler alert. Yes, and you know what? I kind of saw it coming. That is not his kid. <laughs> yeah. But what I do like is the fact that it's implied. Well, it's more than implied that the black cat and Spidey have had sex, and I'm just like, they definitely have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Spider-Man's bedded the most women out of all the superheroes. Yeah, it's true. You know what, yeah? I think that's one reason why Spider-Man's so cool. Because unlike other superheroes, he actually has a life. And he doesn't get caught up in the flipping incest like the X-Men have. Incest? Well, yeah. Like, in the X-Men, you've got Wolverine. You've got um, Cyclops. You've got Jean Grey. And you've also got... um, Oh, she's the silver girl with, like, the psychic powers. So I think Scott's had an affair as well. But I can't remember her name. What's her power? Uh, she is psychic and she can become like sort of indestructible because her body will become cased in diamond I think oh I'm not I might sure be who wrong. that is yeah it's on the tip of my tongue it's killing me and uh, I'm upset leave a comment yeah leave a comment if you um, know who that is leave a comment and then you've got um Kitty you've got Iceman and you've got Rogue 
I love Rogue. She's yeah. cool. Rogue is amazing. But I'm not sure if that dynamic extends to, like, because you know how, like, there was the 90s one mm. that was kind of, I think, taken from, like, the comics? Yeah, yeah. Because in that one, it's more Gambit and Rogue. And I don't remember anything about Kitty and Iceman kind mm. of in that. But, yeah, yeah like, in the home of the X-Men, like, a little bit of incest, you know, happening because people like each other or not. Spider-Man keeps to himself, has his relations, moves on like a healthy 20-year-old. I mean, he's going to be depressed for a while and think about them a lot, <laughs> like a healthy 20-year-old, but it doesn't get in the way. Absolutely. I think Peter does it right. Mm. Whereas we see people like Superman and Batman get hung up over one woman. Oh, my goodness. Superman went evil because Lois Lane died. It's deep, but... Sorry, Lois Lane is useless, and I don't care that she's dead. I don't care that Joker killed her. I don't care. Made for a good story. It made for a good heel turn. Mm, mm. Like, Injustice was awesome, because that's exactly what happens. Um, Superman loses Lois Lane to the Joker, and he becomes evil. Mm. He causes the regime to happen. and this he causes is what to happen? The regime. So his oh, okay. team. Yeah. So some heroes go on his side, and some are like the resistance. Shazam. I was just about to mention... We didn't resist that laser that to the face. That death scene is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my that life. so dark. Yeah. He's a kid. Yeah. was a kid. Yeah. Superman gave no fucks. So he throttled his neck, choked him, mm-hmm. did ice breath so he couldn't say Shazam, mm-hmm. and did the heat lasers through his head to melt his brain. Fatality. Fatality. Can you use that as a fatality in more... Um, not more combat in a. Is there more combat versus injustice? DC versus more combat. Something like that. I know they've like got together. Like, yeah. Some DC characters and more. I think characters. no, because the DC characters are very like family oriented. Damn it! So in the injustice games, there's no such thing. Oh, they just got brutalities. No one actually dies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh. That's a waste of opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, honestly. Hmm. Just make it eighteen plus. Done. Yeah. You probably make more money these days. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, age ratings are there for a reason, and if you don't use them properly, what's the point? Don't just say, I'm going to make this PG so no one gets upset. Just make it 18, then no one should get upset. Exactly. It's not for you. If you're playing it and you're upset, and you're under 18, shut up. <laughs> if you're over 18 and you're upset that someone who's under 18 has played it and is upset, shut up. It's not for you. <laughs> well, this year has been a great year for gaming and it's a shame for it to come to an end but we have so many new games coming out in 2019 that we have so much excitement for so much what games are you excited for this coming year I'm excited for a couple actually it's a big long list so I'm looking at my notes and I'm looking at I see God of War and I got excited <laughs> for a second because I was like is there a God of War coming out next year no it's just the overlap of notes um, maybe God of War game of the year edition will come out what more is there to add? More Valkyries. I don't want more Valkyries. I do. No. <laughs> I want 24 more Valkyries. <laughs> Give them to me, Corey. You're a bit of a masochist, aren't you? I'm not a little bit of a masochist. <laughs> I'm a total masochist. <laughs> Ladies, you heard it here. If you're into BDSM, Kratos, otherwise known as Andy Blackamora, check him out on Twitter, is your man. So, Ghost of... Tsushima 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 there we go really excited for that uh, ever since I saw Kill Bill and Afro Samurai I've wanted a game like that and this game is like that you are a samurai 
you fight other samurais the detail is amazing beautiful in this game. game yeah you know the swords look immaculate they're done right like in the first I guess it was like a trailer slash demo kind yeah. of that you see yeah like I love how the the whole revenge is more important than friendship thing like comes up like that gets quickly brushed away because you know him and uh, his friend that he fights they realise that you know they have to fight like this this enemy that's like coming towards them and the trailer ends but um but no it looks really good one thing it's such a small detail but I really like it like when playing games I've never really noticed the character use like their their non-dominant hand uh, maybe he's ambidextrous I don't know but I, basically like, there's one team where like he uses his left hand to like fling some sort of like rope to like grapple somewhere um, I just thought that's a that's a nice touch something really small but I like that mm. it looks really good the graphics look amazing and you know I just I just want more of it I want to play it I believe it's a PS4 exclusive yeah. and a date has not been uh, announced yet but I mean it looks quite complete from what I've seen so I'm really hoping for a 2019 release and with PS5 just around the corner and it's been already confirmed to PS4 to get the most longevity out of this game it probably should come out this year 2019 yeah next game I'm really excited for is actually before I go on to the next game uh, Ghost of Tsushima is also made by Sucker Punch who have made other amazing games like Sly Raccoon 1, 2, 3 1, 2 and 3 and Infamous 1 and 2 Ooh. Infamous amazing games yeah I remember amazing. Infamous they Love changed them. the game the, mor- the morality system so good so good I love playing a game as the good guy learning all the skills and whatnot, and then becoming the villain and just letting just letting myself like unleash all my angers and yeah. frustrations on all the mortals around me just messing everything up and no one can stop you yeah it's great <laughs> that is what a sandbox game should allow you to do it's done really well next game I'm excited for I'm not going to like speak about this too much because it's uh, it's not on the PS4 Unfortunately, it's session. It's not uh, on the PS4. It's not on the PS4. Oh, it's Xbox and PC. So uh, enjoy that, Xbox and PC fans. <laughs> What's yeah. it about? So it's a skating game. Okay. So um, some people said like it's going to be an escape. Um, seen a couple trailers. Seen a couple like a uh, gameplay videos. Looks really cool. Sounds really cool. They got the sounds right. But yes, game I'm looking forward to. Fortunately, I'm not gonna be able to play it, so I didn't do much research into it because I am salty. Next game. <laughs> I mean, you got a PC. Yeah, I can't play games on my PC. Okay. No. Right. <laughs> All right, move it on. <laughs> move it on. Um, next one is Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order. Comes out in 2019, apparently, and I think that's gonna be on PS4, Xbox, and PC. Uh, there's not much information about it right now. But The Fallen Order sounds like it's going to be like a darker game. And I like Star Wars when it's dark because the Jedis are boring. Um, you've No, seriously. Like, you watch any Star Wars film and all they do is talk their mumbo-jumbo about peace, which they never end up doing because they jump straight into the fight and, like, fight with the army and they just they get involved. But all they do is jumps and play around with their lightsabers. Now, the Sith... They've got their lightning bolts resurrecting people from the dead. Well, they claim to do this. I'm not sure if anyone's actually done it yet. And, like, there's so much lore behind the Sith. 
and all the things they've accomplished and like how I think in one tale there's a guy who raises these two twins and they've, they're like imbued with like the, the force heavily and then he makes them fight each other one wins and then eventually I think he takes the body of the winner and just lives on and it's like the Sith do so much and the Jedi is boring in comparison and fucking hate the Jedi I, I, I would definitely be Sith but I wouldn't take on an apprentice because the apprentice always kills the master I'd just be a lone Sith like why not it's fucking sick so you're evil yeah but I'd be using my evil for good lawful evil Lawful evil, yeah. What's wrong with okay. that? Yeah, it's fine. I think I'm lawful good. Are you? Are you? <laughs> you you know what? You're so lucky this is a podcast and we're not like actually like streaming. I think I'm chaotic. Join the dark side. Chaotic neutral? Yeah. 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 Yeah, true. I, I can see that. I can see that. You just want the chaos. You don't care I'm how it starts. Pariston. How from in? Hunter Hunter. Pariston is nearly the goat almost yeah if Ging wasn't there he probably would be but Ging will always fool his yeah, plans yeah it's like L and Light yeah basically and, the th- and you know what the weird thing is like it's, it is pretty much that dynamic because when they work together they can do a lot of great mm. things just like L and Light mm. but obviously you know yeah they're just natural enemies yeah, yeah exactly yeah. next game would be Kingdom Hearts 3 really looking forward to it because from what I've seen it looks amazing the Disney universe has never looked so good. Confession time, I have not played one, I have not played two. Thankfully, there is a Kingdom Hearts HD Remix 1.5 plus 1.2, which gives you the first two games in high definition and some other bonus goodies as well, which is amazing. So, this Christmas, I will not be seeing my girlfriend. I'll be banging out these games, and it's going to be the most wonderful time of the year. Nice. Sorry, babes. <laughs> well, sorry to hear that about your girlfriend. Just priorities, man. Yeah, they're in the right place. Yeah, we're at that age where you just have to, you know, there's not enough time in you the day. You have to make the hard decisions. Exactly. But Kingdom Hearts, haven't people waited like 25 years for that sequel? I think 30. No, but we will be doing a playthrough. Oh, definitely. We will be doing a review, which may or may not have special guests. I love special guests. So do I. But yeah, do you have any more games you're excited about? I think I've just got three more. Uh, but these will be like really quick, apart from the last one. I want to go in on that-ish. First one is Cyberpunk. Saw the trailer. Loved what I saw. It's like, it, I wouldn't say it's a post-apocalyptic world, but I think it's just a world that's that's become comfortable with technology. You see in all walks of life. Um, you see androids everywhere. Well, I'm not sure if she was an android. There was a person doing her makeup, and all of her mouth was just was just gone, and was just left with like circuitry. Yeah, um, you can thought, tell she was a robot. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe the brain's still there. Well, I mean, not organic. Yeah, not organic. Not natty at all. Mm, not natty. Like you see kids just playing with like their VR in their houses, but like their houses don't seem like it seems a bit dilapidated. But okay. like they've still got like high-tech gadgets there and whatnot so it seems like there's probably like a like a black market or like there's just a surplus of like technology there the main character seems like a guy on the edge of everything like he seems to know the high life um people in the slums and he's like right in the middle i'm um, just from his demeanor because he just seems like a guy where like nothing faces him and he knows how to like go through life and that's the main character i love the the um the dress sense of everyone there it's very sci-fi it's very like futuristic it's very alternative I think it looks really cool 
Um, it reminds me of like other sci-fi things like Ghost in the Shell, um, yeah. Cleopatra twenty five twenty five, which was like a really old show, but they kind of had that same sort of like dress style and whatnot. I'm just really looking forward to it. Saw the trailer, absolutely love it. I am buying it whatever happens, and I do not want to watch any more content. I just want it to be like an amazing ride. I'm really looking forward to it. Damn. So you're sold on this game, I'm basically. Sold. Yeah, I'm sold. Do you know when it's out? There's no uh, confirmed date yet, unfortunately. Ah. But again, like 2019 would be the best time to release it. Definitely. Um, I don't see any point waiting because by then people are going to start looking forward to the PS5 and whatnot. And I think to like maximize revenue, Sony will want to get it out next year. Also, like I'm like you want like a like a decent you know roster of games coming out. So yeah. it'd be silly not to like have that come out next year. Obviously, they don't need to rush it. Like, I will still wait till 2020, but it'd be nice to get 2019. Next game is uh, Travis Strikes Again. So this is part of the No More Heroes line of games. So if you don't know about No More Heroes, one of the best games on Wii, in my opinion. So you play as an otaku called Travis Touchdown, who lives with his cat. Um, it's a cute cat, and you can play mini games with it. So, you know, the cat's winning already. And yeah, he just, like, orders a beam katana online. So it's basically a sort of lightsaber, but there's like a thin piece of metal on the edge, and there's um there's like an end to it. So it's just like energy between these like two poles, one in the handle and one on like the end that extends from the handle. Okay. So and then like it uses the Wii motion controls really well. So I think you press X to attack normally, but when it comes to a special, that's when you swing the nunchucks. Okay. Um, it works really well and every time like you kill someone with a special you get a little slot machine that comes along so you might get some money or you might get like a power up one that makes you invincible one that makes you like shoot like fireballs or whatever it's a really cool game and basically you accidentally I don't know how you accidentally just kill someone but basically you accidentally kill like the the ranked 20th or 19th assassin in like this assassin organisation and then you become part of it and sort of like Afro Samurai, where like if you got a number two headband, it gives you the right to challenge the number one. But the downside is everyone can fight you mm. with a number two headband. Travis is in that kind of position because now he's number twenty or number nineteen, probably number twenty. Let's just say twenty for now. Now he's number twenty. He has to fight his way up because right now, because he's at the bottom, anyone can fight him for his position and then yeah. work his way up. So you might as well climb to the top because you can't really relinquish your position. So he does that, and it's basically just like a string of boss fights, but they kind of like tie it together by putting in like some really cool and fun mini games. Because you have to raise funds to get into this boss fight by doing like stupid things, like doing like trick jumps across the city. Because you got a really cool like like massive fuck off bike that says you have a tiny penis. <laughs> really fun to ride though. The um, bike. The bike. Okay. The bike. Yeah. Not a tiny penis. Uh, I mean, may- maybe some people enjoy riding the tiny penis. I-, I don't know. I'm not here to judge or anything. Tiny penis deserve love too. I'm going to stop rambling now. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really cool game. Number two, spoiler alert, if you've played one, but not two. It's a really old game, by the way. Somehow he loses his status and has to start again, but it's just as fun. You get more variety with your beam katanas. I haven't finished number two yet, unfortunately. That's something I really need to do because I love that game. It takes the same... Because basically, it's a very alternate game. It's got a really cool, like, soundtrack. They throw in some, like, 8-bit music there and whatnot. He is an otaku, so, like, there's lots of, like, really cool, like, shirts you can, like, 
get in the game. Um, the music's awesome. There's actually like anime in the game that you can watch. Yeah, which oh, wow. is really cool. Another awesome thing is like he picks up these really cool like wrestling moves. So like you learn them like after each boss fight or if you find the collectible and you can throw them in with your combos. So you can like do a suplex on someone. I'm not sure if you need like a power bomb or anything, but there are lots of like no, it's all suplexes. It's all like grabs and like grapples. Oh, okay. and more. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. really cool. But all of that fun art style, all of the all of the fun from those games is basically put in this game, the music and everything. And you've basically got like seven paths you can take, seven types of like game types. It's all top down. And at the end of each path, there's like a boss fight. So, and it's going to be coming out only on the Switch. So it looks quite cool, but it's quite different to like the normal heroes I've played. So I'm looking to give it a try. I'm still on the fence about it, but it's nice to see a different direction, which is what I really like in games. And it's my biggest gripe with Nintendo too. Change the damn formula, all right? There's only so much. Like, it's one day it's not going to work. One day you're not going to be able to just release Mario. One day you're not going to be able to just release Zelda. One day you're not going to be able to release Smash Brothers. Like, one day it's going to stop. So get some new IPs, please, Nintendo, because you're a great company. Tangent over. And the last game on that Nintendo theme. I've been talking for ages. Andy, give me give me some of your voice because I'm sick and tired of mine right now. I mean, I feel that a lot of your games I'm excited for as well. Nice, nice. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. As soon as I saw it at E3, I was sold. Sold, yeah, exactly. Because it looks awesome. It looks like Neo. It reminds me of Dark Souls. I love the little twist in the story. Mm. To give us a twist like that in like a 10-minute video, it just makes me think, what kind of story are they keeping for us in the full game? That's true. I can't wait for the game. Mm. Samurais are cool. And yeah. when they're done right, they're like top level. Zora. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. Zora is the goat. He is. Yeah. Like, and you know what the mad thing is? Luffy is so lucky that Zoro doesn't give a fuck about being Pirate King. Because I'm saying it right now, I think Zoro could beat Luffy in a fight. Damn. They Genuinely. fought a couple of times, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. But I think when they did fight there was never an intention to kill it was just well oh in the fight in the is it the alabaster arc oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) i remember that fight zoro literally asked luffy are you trying to kill me luffy says yes yes (laughs) die (laughs) but did zoro die no because you can't kill zoro he's a bad bitch he's the goat he's the goat exactly he's the greatest of all time mihawk his days are numbered. He is a footstool. He's a step on Zoro's staircase to success. It's a big that step. He though. will get lost at. <laughs> <laughs> but that guy's sense of direction, man. It's really good that he doesn't care about um One Piece. Because by himself, he would never he find would never it. Find never find it. <laughs> if you told Zoro not to find One Piece, he would find it. Exactly. That's how they find it. Seen it now. Game cracked. But yeah, that's it. It's called Cyberpunk 2077. I want that. That game reminds me of Ghost in the Shell, and I'm glad you said it. Mm. I really love Ghost in the Shell because it took that futuristic idea mm-hmm. and it just experimented with it. Ghost in the Shell really maximizes that potential and it pushes it with you know the terrorist attacks, people getting viruses, and I think Cyberpunk is going to be a game that incorporates some futuristic ideas as well. It's mm-hmm. going to take what we know of life and push it as far as the imagination can mm. and I can't wait to play that game yeah. so Cyberpunk and Ghost of Tsushima I'm sold on already 
No More Heroes, I remember that from the Wii. Mm. It's, it was one of those games where it's like, I wish I could play that. I'm not going to buy a Wii to play that, but I wish if I you could had play one. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I had a Wii, I'd definitely buy that. Mm. So I'm glad that they have got a sequel because I was wondering where that game series went. It was one of Nintendo's newer series that was really good because sometimes Nintendo tries things and they flop. It happens, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I was wondering where No More Heroes went. I thought it was a pretty cool idea. I'm not sure how I feel about the new direction with the top-down don't know I don't know I would like to see it before I judge what about your final game final game don't know what it's called yet apparently there's talk that it's going to be Pokemon Stars but there's a Pokemon game coming out in 2019 I've probably touched on this before I'm going to touch on it again I am really hoping that Nintendo do away with the classic get your 8 badges fight the scrub villain team along the way beat the champion because you've got over 800 Pokemon now. It's the same formula. It's very repetitive. Please change up. Please give us something new. They need to give us something like Pokemon XD and Pokemon Coliseum. Change the formula. Give us maybe like a new gritty character. Like everyone playing Pokemon, I'm gonna like right now, I genuinely believe that. Your, the biggest amount of people playing Pokemon are like the people who played it when they were younger. Mm. Like, you look at Pokemon Go. Like, you're not get, you're not gonna let your five year old go to like the park at night to to play to like try and catch Pokemon. No, but okay, maybe some maybe some people do. But if you're an adult, you can do that, yeah. and that's happened. People have been robbed in the park for like a Pokemon Go meetup. There have been lots of Pokemon Go meetups. There have been <laughs> lots of adults. It's happening. Like. Know your audience, Nintendo. Know the people who've got the money in their pockets too. It's like, give something that your your true fans, the OG fans, can really like sink their teeth into. Give us like a more grown up Pokemon, a new story, a new narrative, maybe some new gameplay elements. They've tested it out a little bit with Pokemon Sun and Moon, where they've done away with like all the HMs and like. Thank God. <sighs> thank God indeed. And I thought that worked well. However it seemed too similar to all the old Pokemon games it was still the same they weren't badges now they were more I think they were trials yeah but it still felt samey and then there's still the champion at the end and obviously there's always going to be delete four can't get away with that but maybe have that as like an optional thing on the side where there's a new main story there's something else that they have to do like in Pokemon uh, XD and Colosseum there were these like shadow Pokemon and you had this snag machine and you could steal Pokemon off other trainers I've said this before I'll say it again the first time I played Pokemon and I saw Brock's Onyx I threw a Pokeball at it straight away and I was like hey don't be a thief and I was like damn you Brock you're so uncool keeping the Onyx for yourself I want that and I thought it was just really cool that you could like steal other people's Pokemon. You couldn't steal their Pokemon if it wasn't a shadow Pokemon, which sucked. But I thought that was pretty cool. And it'd be nice to see Nintendo take Pokemon in a new direction that isn't the same old. It's only going to work for so long. I'm not sure. I don't think they've come up with a title for it. But if it's coming out in 2019, they should probably get started on that. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to be a game that is going to be a little bit different it's going to be for the home console Mm. I do forget the Switch is a hybrid console so Mm. it is a home console as well as a handheld yeah Pokemon games on the home consoles tend to be different like XD and Colosseum as you said Mm -hmm. so they do 
try to try a little harder mm-hmm. and I hope that happens with this game coming out on the Switch I think they're going to a new region I don't think it's going to be Kanto like they did with Let's Go yeah I think it's completely new so I'm excited for that mm-hmm. yeah I want to see what they do be good to see some new Pokemon as well yeah it would be good to yeah. see some new Pokemon hopefully they don't overdo it with the legendaries because the last Pokemon game I bought was mm-hmm. Diamond and they gave us like 13 new legendaries bit too much don't need that many don't need that many especially where most of them are garbage exactly yeah some of them are legendaries for the sake of being legendaries like yeah you're garbage like that one that was stuck in the TV it's got a lot of versatility and it's like, quite competitive as well is it yeah because I think you can be um, a water type and an electric type together which people isn't like, it electric like, ghost it can change depending on like what household appliance it is it can be yep so it can be a washing machine I think it can be a toaster I think it's got a standard form and it's got other forms as well that changes types so it does oh, fair enough I didn't like know that, that. yeah huh. alright I think that was like six or seven games you touched on yeah no sorry I was trying right. to no it's cool about. no it's mm. good what about like you? that games that I'm excited for Dying Light 2 mm-hmm. we spoke on Infamous earlier mm-hmm. this is a game that is similar to Infamous where your choices will pretty much determine the game I'm sold I love choice-based games. Yeah, it's a choice-based game. It's a survival game, action-adventure. There will be parkour elements, mm-hmm. which is free-running, if I recall correctly. And there will be the element of zombies. They will not be out in the day, but they'll be out at night. Oh, okay, cool. So think of it like Berserk with the brand of sacrifice. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more um, I Am Legend, but yeah, Berserk is a lot more scary, I think. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can um, help everyone, the community, everyone trying to survive, or you can be in a clique mm-hmm. and only looking out for your brothers and sisters in that clique and everyone else mm-hmm. dies. Those are the kind of choices that you will have to make and every choice you make has a consequence. The good mm-hmm. choices you make, as well as the bad ones, will have an effect on the game in some way, shape or form. And that should be out on the PS4 as well as the Xbox One, so we should be able to play that one. Oh, sweet. Quick question. I feel like helping everyone will give you the good ending, but I also feel that you should still be able to get some sort of good helping by good helping, good ending by only helping your clique. I don't know. Maybe the people that you don't help become zombies, and if there's just too many zombies for you to fight off, maybe that's the bad ending. Yeah, you probably lose some of like your kin as yeah, well. I yeah, guess. yeah. Nah, man. If you're gonna have a clique, you should have a good ending as well, man. Just be a strong clique. Maybe there'll be multiple endings. I hope so. There have been games which have had like four endings or seven. So yeah. Yeah, it is possible that yeah. they put multiple endings. Is it too much to ask to like play as the villain but still get the good ending? All these questions we need to find out. Gotta find but out. But I'm sold on Dying Light too. It sounds really good. Yeah. Anything similar to Infamous? I'm interested. Yeah. Next game I'm excited for is Last of Us Part 2. I didn't play Last of Us Part 1. I think that's because I didn't have a PS4 back then. I was, was on PS3? trying Two. to. I don't remember. It was not the PS2. I'm sure. Pro- no, not PS2. Definitely not I'm the, sure PS2. the PS2. I'm sure it was the PS4. I'm pretty sure it might have been on PS3 too. Oh, you're right. What the fuck? We have a graphic snob here. Yeah, I'm a snob in every shape. <laughs> oh, wow. It wasn't the PS3. Mm maybe it broke by then but yeah there's some reason why the last of us game 
was not in my gaming collection, but I'm definitely excited for Last of Us 2. I do like the inclusiveness they have made. Ellie, the girl, I think they're implying that she's gay. Mm-hmm. LGBT, cool, inclusive, I like it. And I am just excited to play a game that reminds me of God of War because that father-daughter relationship is a complete mirror of True. Kratos and Atreus. Mm. Mortal Kombat 11. Not much needs to be said, but I mean, I'm going to talk a little bit about it. It's going to be out on the 23rd of April. PS4, Xbox One, PC, and I think it's coming to the Switch as well at the same time. So at the same time? Yeah. Not like two years down the line? No. Wow. Yeah, this is unheard of. Yeah, look at that. If you pre-order this game, you get Shao Kahn. I'm not sure if you're going to get any other deals. Will Kratos be in it? Probably not. That was reserved for two Mortal Kombat's ago. Oh. That was a great addition. Like, just do it all the time. Just make it, him a really staple. Should, yeah. yeah. But give him the axe this time. Yes. Or both. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Different but, skins, axe Kratos. Later but then all that coding I don't think that they yeah, want to do that because that's true, in Mortal Kombat 9 they had to recode a lot of the fatalities for Kratos mm-hmm. so that was really cool but I don't think they want to do that again no that's fair yeah. oh, enough then but yeah any fighting game I'm down for Virtual Fighter Tekken Mortal Kombat Budokai I'm down I'm willing to like give it a smash. shot Smash I want Smash Hopefully I have a smash by the time this episode goes out. <laughs> Hopefully I have a smash by the time this episode goes out. <laughs> yeah, just be safe, man. Just be safe. Oh, it's dangerous. Brexit's coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. We need to talk about how Brexit's going to affect the gaming world, if at all. That is true. I feel that's for another episode, though, because Brexit hasn't been okayed yet. We still are agreeing on the terms. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Devil May Cry 5, I'm also excited for. I have never played a Devil May Cry game before in my life. Same, unfortunately. There are a lot of franchises I've never touched. We need to change this. We should. 2019 is the year to do it. 2019. Sounds about right. Yeah. Makes sense. Priorities. Yeah. Sign that off. Approved. Yes. <laughs> Devil May Cry 5, you get to play as Nero. Dante's in the game. And there's a third character. I'm okay. not sure she's named yet. But you go around in a van killing demons. So that sounds cool to me. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. And I think it's out on the 8th of March on the PS4, Xbox One, and the PC. And then Switch in five years' time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Switch would be, you know, 2021. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. That's going to be out on the 22nd of March. And it's pretty much a Dark Souls game, but in Japan. Okay. So I'm excited for this. I've never played Dark Souls, but I've played Darksiders. Hard game. <laughs> There's this boss that actually kills you in one hit. So... Is that one or two? One. In Dark Souls, one? Darksiders 2, sorry. Oh, yeah, 2, yeah. okay, fair enough. Um, Darksiders 2, yeah. And, yeah, you just have to get good, really. Boy. <laughs> but Sekiro has interested me because it's about, I think it's a samurai game as well. Your main character is a samurai as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to it. Let's talk about the PS5. We talked about it in the last episode. Supposedly going to come out in 2019 or 2020. Mm-hmm. 
and we lightly touched on what the USP would be. Mm-hmm. And I've had a little bit of a think about it. And I have three main theories on the PS5, what the USP will be, why it's causing Sony to drop out of E3 2019. It could be a case that none of these happen, and I'm just flat out wrong. It could be one, two, or all of these things are right. But basically, my first theory is that the PlayStation is going to copy Nintendo, Mm -hmm. and we are going to get a pad that looks like the PSP, which will serve as a portable and a dock. The PSP was so good that it could do that anyways. Yeah, but they tried that with the Vita and it failed. And I think that's because they didn't market it enough okay. and they didn't plug in you know, enough hardware into it. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's done right, I mean, they have the tech yeah. and they have the hardware for it. Mm-hmm. I think they can definitely do a thing where they have a pad which also has a screen on it. It can serve as a second screen. It could serve as a portable screen if you go on the... On the on if the you, loo. If you're on the go. Oh, yeah, on the go. If yeah. you're on the go. Mm-hmm. Or the loo. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So that's theory number one. I think they're going to copy the Switch. We've seen them do it before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, shamelessly. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they do it again. Mm. Theory number two is that the PS5 is going to focus heavily on VR. We've seen it. We've seen it introduced with the PS4. But it's been more like a side thing. It's been more like the Vita or more like the Wii U. It's not been pressed mm-hmm. or pushed as a, buy this, it's sick. It's been more like, this thing is here, but we don't really care about it. You know? So I think that the PS5, they might push all of their games or a big chunk of their games to VR, mm-hmm. which will change the gaming direction of, you know, developers mm. and would make uh, Sony stand out in the next generation the way Nintendo has stood out in this one if that is successful they might they might get the jump on Nintendo for the first time for the first time and Sony would love that definitely mm. and the third theory I have is that the USP would be some sort of interface which is similar to the PlayStation Store where you can buy every game on the PS1, 2, 3, and 4 currently licensed and, you know, available for Sony to sell. Mm-hmm. I know with certain rights, they lose certain games or, you know, with uh, certain issues with the law. Mm-hmm. But if there's a store where you could buy PlayStation 1 games for, like, a fiver, you know, PS3 games for, like, £20, and then those games are saved to your email, so if you lose it, if you, de- uh, if you have to delete it, you just need to sign in your email and you can just re-download it for free. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great USP. Being able to pick the PlayStation games that you want to play. You pay for them. You only pay for what you want and you're able to play it. You know, it, they do whatever they do with the graphics. I think that would be great. And all of those theories kind of justify the higher selling point they're going for because I think you said 380 mm-hmm. or $500. Mm-hmm. So I think either one of those or if they could combine some of those they would justify that higher selling point but what do you think about those theories no no I do like them so the one where they're going to be doing the whole um, portable uh, portable yeah. thing like Nintendo I really do see that happening I mean the PSP was amazing the PS4 getting an amazing console uh, and like you said the PS Vita they did like sort of try and like incorporate that and I think you could play like some of your PlayStation 
think four games or three whenever it came out on the Vita and vice versa because they had crossplay. I remember that word being like thrown about yeah and you know it made the most logical sense because you can't hold a good idea for so long like if you have one there will always be copies Mm -hmm. always and it'd be like a great step to take because like I think Nintendo Switch are having a lot of success in the fact that you can basically take your home console with you everywhere you yeah, go now Yeah. and as a kid like I didn't realise how big of a thing that was but growing up now like I've realised that people like you know do pick up their consoles and take it to their mate's house because they've got a certain selection of games they want to play or share or like there might be a tournament and you might want to like take your console there to mm-hmm. again play mm-hmm. with like more people so that you know connectivity is a very important thing in gaming and it's definitely a step in the right direction and and Sony do have like the funds to make that happen so like yeah, why, not? why not yeah the whole thing you said about a like a new sort of was did you say platform or like so you know the VR element yeah so but the like, VR um, yeah so we're gonna push VR yeah I think you might be right actually because um they're making it very accessible to get the headsets right now. Like, for example, there's one there's one package where you get the headset and you get five games with it for £200. And I think for the headset and, like, five games, that's actually not so bad. That's actually quite that's really pretty good. decent. That's yeah. a good deal. One of the games is Skyrim. One of them is another really good VR game that people are raving about. Um, but I can't remember the name. It's on tip of my tongue. You play this, this little, like, robot. It's like a... It's a little robot basically you know what's kidding me I need to like search <laughs> what it's called so um yes one of the games on in this package deal for £200 is called Astrobot and okay. you've just been like raving about it and that by itself is 30 quid. Mm. Um Skyrim probably 30 quid at the moment and you get three other games so I think that's really good value for money so like obviously that will enable more people to be able to like enter the VR market and maybe it is just a setup for you know, you're right, the PS5 having mm-hmm. more VR, and I think that is definitely the right way to go, because Nintendo have already shown that you can have a great game, fair enough, but if you've got, like, I don't know, like a great mechanic behind it, or a new way to play it, people are going to be way more interested in that, because, yeah. like, yeah, great games are about, and that's good, but there's so many of them, it's it's getting to a point where it's really hard to choose, it's getting to a point where gamers have a lot of backlog of just really good games, and it's like, which one do I pick? There's so many good ones. So something to stand out is really good. And if uh, Sony can really like dominate that VR market, I think they're flying. Nintendo have tried to do it before and it didn't work. I think it's called the Virtual Boy, which is why their online market is called Virtual Boy. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm gonna get roasted in the comments. Hopefully, I'm right. Um, and it <laughs> and it was this system where like you'd put it over your head, but everything would be like red and black. And it was oh. meant to be sort of like VR thing. I think it was way back in the noughties or the nineties where they released this thing. Um, and it was meant to be cutting edge, but it didn't really sell that well. But again, it's just showing Nintendo like they kind of know where gaming should like go. They mm. know the right direction. Yeah. And now Sony is going like if if Sony are gonna try anything Nintendo have tried, Sony's gonna get it right. Sony is going to do it right. Because Sony know when there's a good thing and they'll yeah. run with it. And yeah. we've seen that from the very start. Sony and Nintendo working together to make a console. Things didn't go that well, but Sony knew they had something great on their hands. Absolutely. Ran with More it. people need to know about this. Mm-hmm. Nintendo and Sony almost made a console. Oh, they yeah. almost had a baby. Yup. Mm-hmm. 
I Damn. Mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? What was it like the Nintendo PlayStation or something? Something like that, yeah. And then Nintendo divorced Sony, and Sony was like, we're going to make the PlayStation anyway. But it was a tough road, actually, because I think everyone at Sony didn't want to to make the PlayStation. Uh, there was one guy, and it's really killing me that I can't remember his name, but he really pushed for it. He kept pushing. Most of Sony was against him, but he kept pushing. Eventually, it got released, and it sold really well, and I'm so glad that he, he made that push. Thank you, doing. Nameless Hero. Yeah, Nameless. We'll, we'll find out who he is. We will find out, and we will... The last Spartan. <laughs> Atreus. Boy! Yes. But yeah, like uh, I think VR is a really good step to take, and um, I've seen and heard really good things about it. Obviously, I am an anime fan, as you all know, which means I have my scepticism about it. I'm very cynical because I've watched Sword Art Online, and VR terrifies me <laughs> because... I'm not trying to die in the virtual world, so I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to find out what happens if you die in the game. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure oh. it's safe, though. I'm sure it's safe. I'd like to hope so. I trust Sony. I'm glad you trust Sony. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Point three is basically you can purchase every the game. library. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be really cool. But I'm not sure if you should be able to purchase it because Sony right now seems to be really pushing get the subscription, pay a certain amount of money like every month and you've got access to all these games. I think Sony don't actually want to give you the game. They want to kind of force you into the subscription so they've got like constant revenue coming in, which is a bit annoying because like you said earlier, it, it's just nice to buy a game, have that game and that's it. Like your connection is severed. So like, let me play my game. But... I'd really like what you said to be true because, like, I think we touched on this earlier um, in some other podcasts. We've, we've done quite a few now, actually. I'm yeah, liking this. I like it. We've got the ball rolling yeah, now. Yeah, That, you know, like, Sony, I'll just leave my own table because, literally, this is the age where, like, all your gamers from the start have the most disposable income. Now is the time. So, like, just give us the retro games we want upscale them a little bit we've seen that they had like that pattern for that technology that kind of upscales old games a little bit just do it like we want that and just charge us like a little bit but just make everything available so we can be like you know i missed that game i really want to play it let me go grab it just make it easy because it's gone to a point where like games are getting really rare so you can't always buy an old game that you love and if you want to it's going to cost you something stupid or maybe like you don't want to have to buy the PlayStation One, find the cables, find the old controller. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, maybe if the PlayStation Mini fixed all of these problems, which again, money on the table, but no cash grab, unfortunately, just before Christmas. But uh, it's neither here nor there. Basically, I've liked all of your theories, and you know what? If Sony don't do at least once, money on the table. leaving it on the table yeah we've seen how successful the Switch has been Mm. it's a home console it's a portable console it's a hybrid console Sony doing that would be amazing imagine being able to play God of War on your screen picking up your pad sold (laughs) I'm sold and playing it on your commute where can I put my deposit I mean I want to put some money down my I mean a set of account details (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a set of account details and you just drop the money there. Can I um get like a contract, a receipt? You can get a verbal contract. I can get a verbal contract. That will not hold up in court. And that will not hold up yeah. in court. Now, viewers, I need you to pay attention. Yes, viewers of this audio-only podcast. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> I need you to pay attention. This right here is an example of a good deal. So, <laughs> where are the details? <sighs> but um, yeah, being being able to swing on your TV, taking up your pad, playing it on your commute, I think that's a selling point mm. because, as you said, a lot of the people who have actually owned and played every PlayStation console are in their mid twenties to thirties now. They are working, they are traveling far distances, whether it's on the plane, whether it's on the train or bus. Mm-hmm. That time could be used playing a game exactly. because we don't really have time to play games in the evening we're going gym we are uh, meeting up with friends we have busy social lives so the commute is where you should target these people exactly. handheld and the PSP was way ahead of its time I would just like to say that the PSP was great looking back at it top 5 oh yeah you know what I never owned one and I hate that and it's only because I had a DS and I really liked Pokemon. I only got the DS for Pokemon. And thinking about it, Pokemon was basically the only games I had in it. I think I got all of them, but... I think game for game, PSP was better than the DS. Oh, yeah. I just liked the uh, second screen of the DS. That was a great... And the stylus. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that was... Because the thing is, great graphics, cool, great engine, cool. But, like, the stylus really got you involved yeah. when you played. It's such a great touch to have. And... I think content, but content that goes as far as to immerse the player even further will always be better than, like, maybe good graphics or, like, really powerful hardware. I agree. PlayStation could easily copy that with their um, exclusives and you could make so much money being able to play Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, Assassin's Creed... Being able to stop, pause, save, take it out of your, you know, portable controller. Mm. Amazing. That'd be sick. VR. It's only a matter of time. VR has been teased in movies and other mediums for so long. We know that gaming and VR is destined to happen. It's only a matter of which company is the first one to, you know, put their foot in. I I think the real thing is whoever gets it right first. Whoever gets it right first will be remembered as being the originators, the inventors mm. of VR. And I think Sony have, you know, they've done something with it. They need to do more. Because if this is pushed right, this could be groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. VR gloves. That would be amazing. VR gloves, VR helmet. The way the Wii U and the Dunchucks were mm. amazing, this could be amazing in itself. And you would have to play games so differently to how you would normally as in using a weapon, you know, we've seen um, a game, oh, I can't remember what it's called, Beat Saber. What platform's that on? PS4. Oh, cool. Uh, PSVR, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, blocks are coming towards you and you have to you have to cut them up. So yeah, that would really change how games are played. Pum Pum Smasher. <laughs> I just wanted to say it. I don't know what your problem is. But like, yeah, imagine, you know, being creative, swinging your axe, mm. and you'd actually have to swing it. Oh, that's really cool. Fighting games. 
racing games, sport games, they could all be changed. I don't think this work for fighting games just yet because fighting fighting game players are already like very technical and salty at the same time. They'll be like, I need it to be plugged in because like there's no interference when there's wires. To have VR, unless that is absolutely spot on, reactive <laughs> and crisp, you're gonna get a lot of angry fighting like I think it's doable. Fight. There's something they'll have to work on. But yeah, but you're right. I think it is I doable. Think it's doable. Yeah. And I mean, with the entire PlayStation library, that is definitely leaving money on the table. Yeah. Because with this PlayStation Classic, it was an experiment, mm-hmm. and I don't think they cared or put as much time in as Nintendo did with theirs. Not at all. And it showed, because even the region has been dodgy. So back then, with the PS1, you had PAL and NTSC, mm-hmm. and we have games on the PAL PlayStation Classic with the NTSC settings yeah. and the other way around. Why? Doesn't make sense. Some games are going to run at 50 hertz when it could be running at 60 and mm-hmm. some are going to be locked at 50 hertz. I don't understand why they've done that. Yeah. But with this library, you could buy a game that you actually care for. So you could buy Simpsons Resting on PS1. You could you buy just love that game, Tekken 4. Do I? You've mentioned it a lot. I've mentioned it once, I guess. But yeah. But- it's oh, the first PlayStation game I can oh, cool. think of. Fair. But yeah, you could purchase Beyblade Let It Rip, for example, I'm on so the PS1. I never had that game. I really want to do it. And that's your game. That's a game that you want. Mm. You're spending money on that specific game. You are right that they are probably happier with a subscription like income, mm-hmm. you know, constant income. But I, I don't know. I think this is a nostalgia trap done right. If mm. you have like a million gamers who are like oh I remember Prince of Persia exactly. I want that mm. yeah or games that they've never had the chance to play before they can download those yeah with the Kai 2 and the PS2 exactly you could purchase that download it play it mm. I think with the amount of sales they would get from the games mm-hmm. I think it would you know exceed the subscription that's just me though 100% worth it yeah as you said, the PS2 is the greatest selling console of all time. 158 million units. Wow. Damn. Yep, the PlayStation 2 is the best selling console of all time with 158 million. The Nintendo DS. DS is second with 154. A very close second as well. The Game Boy is third with 118. And the original PlayStation has 102 million. Nintendo really fucked up when they split up that deal. Yeah, the Wii's got 101 million, and the PlayStation's got 86. They're creeping up there. Nice, nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. But as your theory states, they can release all these like old games and let players have it because then you'll be able to generate some more revenue. And the thing is, like if these are all like online sales, um, you're getting that revenue, and then you don't have to pay for any floor space, you don't have to pay for delivery. Mm. It's just there. Your product is there. Yeah, straight away. And like. That's it. You've cut out the middleman completely. Absolutely. Mind the table. Yeah. So I think that works best for both the company and the consumer. Mm-hmm. And then that way, like, I wouldn't want them to, but they could charge a certain, like, surplus because you'd be getting these games that you really want. You'd be getting them in a better quality and you'd be getting them straight away. 
you don't have to worry about having like a PlayStation or a PlayStation 2. I know there are some people out there who like the retroness of like having the PlayStation or having the PlayStation 2. I am not one of them. I got myself an N64 for the retro nostalgia, played it once, have not touched it again. <laughs> so I would prefer to be able to just like buy it on like a new console and be able to play it again. I think that'd be really cool. But if you really want that, there's a new console by uh, Soldier Boy. He oh has God. literally just ported some. I don't even think the games list has come out yet. He just ported some games onto some console and started selling it. The uh, the pad looks surprisingly similar to a certain other games company that rhymes with Tony. So uh, let you guys figure that out. That lawsuit is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Did he put a console out with no games? No, they're all like preloaded on there. Oh, cool. Yeah, all but, right. But That's it's really right. annoying because it'll put like Tomb Raider in the background of a picture advertising it. And it's like, yeah, Tomb Raider's definitely not on that console. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. I can't believe he actually saw the games console. That's kind of cool, though. And people are buying. Wow. Yeah. So uh, make that money, bro. Exactly. Which one of my three theories? do you most agree with do you want a playstation switch do you want playstation vr or do you want an entire playstation library encyclopedia of being able to play every playstation game ever released or if you're greedy like me you're going to demand all three from sony and be angry if you don't get it i think that's the most logical choice actually yeah but yeah let us know in the comments you can find us on twitter at streamcast underscore what's our instagram Streamcast underscore as well, I believe. You can find us at YouTube on the Streamcast. My Twitter name is Blackamora. What's yours? I always forget. Oh, fuck it's it. Kill Screen <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> no, Kill Screen Kenshiro. Yeah. I mean, you can use either and just yeah, find you. You can so. use either. But yeah, let us know what games you are looking forward to in 2019. Are you looking forward to Dying Light 2? Are you looking forward to Ghost of Tsushima? Are you waiting for that new Pokemon game? Or you want something else completely? Let us know. The Sonic film. Oh, God. I'm actually excited for it. You know, the Sonic fandom is actually... And they stop attacking people. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> That's fair enough. I, I'm just curious to see what they do with that film. Because I, I don't see any salvation for it right now. That's the thing. That's an entire new episode. <laughs> we need to talk about the rise and fall of Sonic because it was Mario at one point in yes, time. Yes, it was. Like, Sonic has a great design. Sonic should work. But it doesn't. It doesn't work. I mean, they copied the whole Super Saiyan thing. They gave Sonic all these stupid transformations. They've nerfed and buffed him so many times we don't know what Sonic is. Mm -hmm. They gave Shadow guns and bling why yep they copied trunks also silver silver is trunks he's a time traveling hedgehog that can go super saiyan mm -hmm. i've seen that before sonic should be great but it's not sonic is almost dead and if this movie bombs then i have no more faith in sonic i wouldn't go that far because we have to like separate the sonic film films and like tv series and whatnot from the sonic games otherwise 
uh, you're just gonna have a lot more disappointment. But neither have been great. It would be okay if the Sonic games have been good, but they've been average for you know for a long time. Too long. Too, uh, there was a golden age of Sonic though. The cartoons were banging. The games were sick. I remember Sonic Underground, and I actually oh, loved it. That was sick. Like I think if that kept going, I'd probably be a musician right now. But it stopped, and I was pissed. Yeah. But no, really good show. And then. Uh, What's Sonic that 06. thing you got now? Oh yeah, Sonic 06. Yeah, that's AIDS. What you what were you mentioning? Uh, what's it called now? Sonic Boom. Oh, that like, cartoon. I've yeah. heard terrible things about it, and the game's even worse. Yeah, the games aren't great. It is a glitch fest. <laughs> like literally, just bring out a Sonic game that isn't full of glitches. Like literally, put maybe in product testing. No, not even product testing. In the design stage, just get lots of testers just get a hell of a lot of people to test the game a bit of uh, quality control make sure there are no glitches yeah if it takes you five years then spend five years I mean look at God of War they waited great game Spider-Man they waited great game Horizon they waited great game like just just go silent Sonic just go silent all these other giants nothing and then bring out an amazing game yeah the people will come if the game is amazing yeah Sonic is always going to sell because it's a recognisable brand exactly so if you can just give us a product that you actually give a shit about I think that will be appreciated that would be really nice yeah mm-hmm. but that's all for this episode I've been Kratos I've been Baldur but keep your eyes peeled for the next streamcast who knows when that will be but until then take care read it boy (laughs) (laughs) read it boy